Yeah, yeah, it's right underneath Arnold's office, which is amazing. And uh, true story, back when we ran the restaurant there, um, the landlord, unbeknownst to, to me, had routed one of the exhaust fans into Arnold's office. And so he was getting like secondhand bacon uh, from, <laughs> from the Upgrade Cafe there. Big news, my third book, number one on Amazon in business, the pre-sale, Do It, The Life-Changing Power of Taking Action is coming out April 4th worldwide. It's available on pre-sale, and if you buy it on Amazon, on Barnes & Nobles, wherever books are sold, let me know because I want to send you a special gift. So if you buy this book, Do It, The Life-Changing Power of Taking Action, not only Will you have the most immersive, in-depth, introspective book ever put together on taking action? This is three years in the making of myself doing research, studies, surveys. You know, the overview, 40,000 foot, just think Atomic Habits meets the Enneagram with crazy cool Malcolm Gladwell type stories from figures in history who changed the world. There's nine types of action archetypes, nine types of these Things that we have that we can resonate with of why we are holding ourselves back from taking action. Everybody has something that they want to do and there's something that is stopping them. These nine action archetypes are the allodaxophobic, fear of other people's opinions, the burn, the inopportune, the blamer, the test believer, the perfectionist, the scarcest, the distracted, and the underestimator. And you will learn which one that you are and how to overcome this and take action. April 4th, do it. The life-changing power of taking action. Let me know if you buy this and I will send you a gift. Before we dive into this incredible episode that you are about to hear on The David Nurse Show, I just wanted to say a special thank you for being a listener, for tuning in. You could be anywhere else in the world right now and you are with me listening. And I also want to ask you, if you find value out of this episode, out of any of the episodes, to share with a friend, share with a family member. Somebody needs this, and you can be the person that changes their life. And also, if you could, it takes about 12 seconds in total to leave a review for the podcast. Go to Apple, the podcast app, and leave a review. Five star if you love it. You choose. Write a review. Let me know if you leave a review and I will shout you out. I will give you a gift. I will have a conversation with you. I'd love to hear from you if you are listening to this podcast. So go to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, because it helps, it helps people that are searching podcasts, that are trying to find something of optimization, mindset development, and we will pop up as the top podcast. So you're also helping others by leaving a review and subscribing. Also, the show is on YouTube. If you want to watch me talk to the guest, you can watch it on YouTube, David Nurse channel. All right, now, time for the show. You are about to get your mind blown. Is it cool to see, like, the OGs, like Luke, Ben? Oh, yeah. You kind of like, it, these are my homies growing up? Well, so, so, some of them, yes. There are some people who are higher integrity than others. Uh, and what you'll find is, like, when you're creating a, a movement like this, I mean, this was something I, I didn't trademark the name biohacking. Like, like I, I could have, uh, 
and I, I put on that first conference and I started coaching people like that. And you pretty quickly realize that there's some people like Luke who are, are really out there like spreading the good word, right? And there's other people who will hire someone to copy every one of your blog posts and then slightly rewrite it and put it on their webpage <laughs> and then denigrate your products and call you an asshole. Oh, uh, and, and those people are actually kind of parasitic coat writers. And then there's people who are really leaders and, and holding with integrity the whole thing. And every movement has this. And there's entrepreneurs who create new products and there's entrepreneurs who copy other people and then claim they invented it. I mean, yeah. there was a, a company actually here in Austin who I actually helped to start. Like I helped the person start the little coffee truck and then they go on some news thing and say, oh, I invented butter and coffee. I'm like, well, you didn't invent that. I taught you that, dude. Like actually that was a woman. But like, like so <laughs> what, what I like is seeing that there's enough intelligence and integrity in the community, just in, in the people who are not the leaders to be able to like yeah. look critically and be like, wait a minute, haven't I heard that before, right? Yeah. And I think for the majority, most people are able to do that. And the, the truth comes out in the end, the integrity, the character comes out in the end. So even yeah, though there's annoying things like that, it's, it's, it's part of the journey. It's part of the growth. Like if you're doing great things, there's always going to be people trying to bring you down because they're jealous. It's just how it you, is. You nailed it. That's exactly what happens. And it's, you know, it, it's not like it's ever the end of the world, but, but so anyway, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people who've evolved substantially um, since the start of biohacking. And, and I had this, I still do this like 20 year vision for biohacking where we start out at the cells and like at the lowest level and, and you show people what's possible. Right. And then you get millions of people to have more energy than they did before. And like, okay, what are you going to do with the energy? What would you do with it first? You know, are you going to put it into getting abs or are you going to put it into your brain? Are you going to put it into getting more energy? Like how do you invest it and how do you invest it wisely? And um, that's why I just wrote my newest book, that Smarter Not Harder, yeah. just comes out today as we're recording. Oh, and today? yes, today's the day. Wow, I get you on the day. This is amazing. The day. Of all Final the places you could be, Dave, you are day. with me. Mm. You, man, you nailed it. You, you earned it. <laughs> I should probably wave the book around, but it's, it's. I think from wherever I was doing my last Instagram live, but the the notion that hard work pays off it it's stupid it it turns out yeah. doing things the hard way isn't a good way to do it so let's say you wanted to plow a field like well hard work makes me strong so i'll just do it with a hoe okay that's the hardest work which obviously has the most moral benefit right you've shown grit and determination therefore you will see rewards you might not starve would be your reward. And the next guy comes along and says, you know, this is a lot of work. I just found this ox and I'll hook that up. That guy's lazy. Okay. Yes. He chose to do less work. He is a weakling. He did not show grit. Now he worked the same hardness as the other guy. He just made 10 times more food. And the next guy came along and was like, you know what? I don't like shoveling, man. I'm so lazy. How about I build a tractor? Now that guy is super lazy. Now he still works really hard. He does a hundred times more food. And you still have people in the realm of personal development and especially exercise going, you just have to suck it up. You just have to have grit. And I wrote Smarter Not Harder to tell that guy to very kindly and respectfully go F himself because he's misleading <laughs> human beings. We have stuff totally. to do. And if you have X amount of hard work units, maybe you should do one of them on your health because you got everything you needed. And the rest of it should go into your relationships or your job 
or to other self-improvement. You should be using the smallest possible surgical grade tools that get the most done in the least amount of time. And if you don't do that before you work hard, you are doing it wrong. That's why I wrote Smarter Not Harder, to tell you, here's the stuff that works better than what you think you have to do. There is way more ability in there because you should be the guy on the tractor with a turbocharger on the back instead of the guy with the hoe. Dave, that is a way to start us off with a bang, and your passion exudes through this interview right now. Like, you are one of the originators of all of this, and you continue to, I would say, move the needle forward as a visionary of what is coming next and how do you. That's why I'm so glad you wrote this book because so many people, myself included in the past of being an athlete, you think there's only one way, and it is hard work. You have to put in the hours to get there. But as you will appreciate, I was one of the early people coming to Upgrade Labs, bringing oh, yeah. NBA clients and NBA coaches. So I saw the difference before anybody else did the ARX machine, the uh, the bone density machine, the Vesper, the atmospheric cell pressure chamber. I was sitting oh, yeah. there. I can, I can remember there in Santa Monica. I'm sitting still there. In the, the, I know. I know. I still go. And in the, in the, the cell pressure chamber, I see Arnold Schwarzenegger walking by outside i think his i think his place was like right above so you know one of my favorite feelings in the world it's getting a great night's sleep on cozy and comfortable sheets and blankets and for me and my wife that is absolutely cozy earth cozy earth comfort more comfortable than cotton it's made from bamboo and get this it has been featured on oprah's favorites list oprah yeah favorites list for the last four years in a row they even give a hundred night sleep test that means you can try them out for a hundred nights and if you don't like it you get fully refunded it's high quality so cozy so comfy you won't want to get out of bed and now i teach people to get just jump out of bed but with Cozy Earth, you ain't going to want to get out of bed. And what they're doing for my listeners is incredible. Never been done before. 40% off. Are you kidding me? 40% off? If you go to Cozy Earth, C-O-Z-Y, Earth.com, and enter the code DAVIDNURSE40 at checkout, that is DAVIDNURSE40, you will get 40% off the best covers, the best sheets you've ever had in your life. Trust me. You will absolutely love these. You'll probably be sleeping in the next time I do a podcast. Check them out, CozyEarth.com, David Nurse 40 for your special discount. Yeah, yeah. it's right underneath Arnold's office, which is amazing. And uh, true story, back when we ran the restaurant there, um, the landlord, unbeknownst to me, had routed one of the exhaust fans into Arnold's office. And so he was getting like secondhand bacon. Uh, from <laughs> from the upgrade cafe there and as soon as we found out i was like horrified i'm like oh my god what do i do and so we called the landlord and we got him to reroute all this stuff but you know if you're listening Arnold, Wait, I, I apologize uh, hold on would, would anybody not want secondhand bacon i feel like that could be one of the best <laughs> no, you smells you could possibly bacon. have I, oh, I, went, I, I went up there when he wasn't there and talked with his staff and it smelled like secondhand smoke, but it was bacon. It was, it was not acceptable. I you know, like, that's we didn't do that. That was a you know landlord fan issue, Yeah. but yeah. that's how close it is to ground zero. And I opened it there um, in part. Cause I, I'm like, look, I've been able to buy a million dollars worth of tech and use it to upgrade myself uh, today. I'm about 8% body fat and I exercise using upgrade labs and biohacking and stuff from the book about 15 minutes a week. And I'm in remarkable shape. 
and I could probably work out 10 times more and be 20% more ripped or whatever, but I'm right where I want to be. Um, like I, I take my, my shirt off and people just are like, what the hell? <laughs> like, as a fat yeah. computer hacker, this is, this is not even the reality <laughs> I would have expected. Uh, so I'm, I'm grateful for that, but I don't want to spend three hours a week doing that because I could spend those three hours writing my next book. Absolutely. I could spend a recording yeah. interview with a Nobel Prize winner. Like, like there's so many things that matter. I want to get yeah. it done. And I want to move they, on and I want to build the next company and I want to start mm. the next movement and I want to hack my brain. And mm. I just, I feel like I got stuck in my twenties with two lies. One of them was that if I just worked hard enough, I burned calories and just ate less that I would magically lose weight. That is complete garbage. It is nonsense. And the mean people online who keep saying that, they were bullied in high school and now they're getting even. Like These are people whose mothers never loved them. And I mean, I don't want to insult them except I am point. insulting them because these <laughs> are ahead. bad people. Yes, yes, <laughs> Just kidding. yes, totally. <laughs> I agree. Not, I totally agree. They're not bad people. What they are is people who've identified with a belief system that is not actually based on how, how it works. And when yeah. you threaten their belief in themselves because you say that a calorie in and a calorie out don't count, they react emotionally and they act like bullies. And it, it's actually sad. And I do trigger them on purpose because it's, well, I guess that means maybe I have some trauma healing to do or something, but still, it's just funny. So here's what I believed that if I did that, when I weighed 300 pounds, I would lose weight. And I said, nothing matters more. I'm about 23 years old. I go to the gym six days a week, 90 minutes a day, half weights, half cardio maxed out all the machines except for two. My cardio was 15 degree incline with a weighted backpack for 45 minutes every day except Sunday. And I did it on a low fat, low calorie diet. Okay. Grit, hard work, determination. It was dumb. I, all I did was overtrain. At the end of this, I had a 46 inch waist. I did not lose the weight. Yes, I had more muscle mass. I probably had less fat, but I did not lose one pant size. And I remember thinking to myself, man, I spent 702 hours in the gym and it didn't, it didn't give me what I wanted. I must not be working hard enough. I must be eating too much lettuce. Right. And <laughs> eventually I realized it was at a Carl's Jr. All of my friends are sitting there eating double Western bacon, cheeseburgers and fries. And I'm doing that chicken salad, no chicken because chicken's too high in calories. And I just realized I'm eating, I could bench press all of my friends. I exercise more than all of them combined and I'm still fat still, and, yeah. and I thought it was a moral failing. And it was only later that I just realized I believed fervently that hard work would get me results if I just tried hard enough. And I almost broke myself on that. And I see so many people right yeah. now doing that thing. I'm going to just push through it. I'm going to grit. I'm going to yeah. sweat all over myself. Like if you love sweating on yourself and that's your life's purpose, do it. If you're proving right. something to yourself, right. do it. Right. If you're doing it because you think it's going to get you a certain thing, it probably isn't. What you should do is the least possible effort to do that because that's what your body wants. And that's why Smarter Not Harder is an interesting book. I'm like, well, what's your goal? Because it turns out your NBA guys, they're different. Their goal is not the same as, say, a soccer mom, right? Yeah, totally. So when you walk into Upgrade Labs, what, what I learned from all these people is there's five things they want. One of them is I want to get my brain back. Like my brain doesn't work very well. So we're adding neurofeedback. And this is something that's opening across the US. We're franchising right now. You can go to ownandupgradelabs.com and open a biohacking facility with all the stuff that I use and provide it to your community. And that, that seed for it was the one we just talked about there in, uh, in Santa Monica.
And it's been underway for eight years. So I could figure out how to make a business that works for clients and makes money for owners because it's really hard to do this. You, you can't just go buy a you know pair of squeezy pants and think you're in business. It won't work. <laughs> the reason is what I'm going to tell you right now. Yep. These five things. Some people want their brain. Some people want their energy back and they want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. It's, it's such a big one. Everyone's exhausted right now after all the nonsense from the government over the last couple totally, of years. Totally, man. Totally. The next one is some people want muscle, right? So you can just tattoo caffeine on your arm and you'll have muscles that's that's what i do um and then uh <laughs> okay there's better ways that's the secret uh, hey then, that's the hey that's the smarter way the quicker way right right yeah just tattoo your muscles on uh and then you go from there and you get cardio uh, and some people they actually want stress resilience there's people and you know them. we all do the highly sensitive people they just get taken out you know, there's too much stress. They can't handle the stress. You can train your stress response. So when you come in, I'm like, okay, where are you now electrically, biologically? Let's measure you. And then let's figure out where you want to go. Because where you want to go is not the same as where your friend wants to go. And mm -hmm. when you have mm -hmm. a, a self-awareness there, and this is measured, and then you have a goal, then our AI systems will design a path through the technology so that you get a prescription for what to do first, second, third, and how often to do it so that you can get as you get to whatever your goal is as fast as possible. When you read smarter, not harder, the one that just hit the shelves today, what you're going to find is that it teaches you how to prioritize your number one and number two goal, and then how to choose the interventions that are going to work best to get you both of those goals met. And there's a new way of motivating yourself. And there's a new piece of knowledge about how the human body, what I call the meat operating system, how it responds to the world independent of you, you're going to be hacking your meat biology. So you get the results you want. And sometimes it's so counterintuitive, it makes people mad. Okay, unbelievable here. My new favorite product for health crazy that I hadn't heard of this before pendulum pendulumlife.com let me break this down for you okay so we know that glucose spikes is what makes us fat added fat they have pendulum glucose control which supports your metabolic health metabolism is the key thing to burning fat staying in great shape this glucose control it helps lower your glucose spikes boost your metabolism supports gut health yeah you better believe i'm using that and they have what's called Acromanzia. Okay, so check this out. This is the first and only brand, Pendulum, to offer Acromanzia. It is the key strain for gut health. It nourishes and regulates the gut lining, which we know the gut lining, the gut microbiome, is basically like our second brain. They feed each other. Acromanzia nourishes the gut microbiome, helps you support a healthy weight, and literally helps you stay healthy and not get sick over time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, seriously, I've been using this and my gut is awesome. Glucose control, awesome. Feel with ton of energy. Haven't been getting sick. Pendulum, pendulumlife.com. They are changing the game in probiotics. No longer do you have to guess. That's the worst. You order something from Amazon, you're like, yeah, I hope this works. Yeah, you don't have to guess anymore. Pendulum is changing the game of gut microbiome. And just for you, for listening to this podcast, code DAVID20 at checkout. Go to pendulumlife.com. Notes, well, this will be in the show notes. This is P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M life.com. Code DAVID20. I'm telling you, this 
it's the real deal. Check it. Yeah, totally. Because they've learned something their whole life and it's like, oh, well, this was completely wrong. And a lot of people don't like to admit that they've been doing everything wrong. But the smart way is to understand there is a better way. So what everybody is thinking right now, Dave, is, hey, this sounds too good to be true. Oh, I can get more muscle. I can have more time, more energy. Can you give some applicable tools that you provide sure. in the book of how do we gain more muscle faster? How do we well, become smarter? Let's do cardio because it's it's a real cardio. easy example. And, and there's okay. several things for cardio. There's several things for muscles. These are all yeah. not the, the two types of exercise in all of human history are run away from tigers or pick up rocks. So to make it fancy, you could stand in place and run away from a tiger on a treadmill, or you could concentrate the rocks into metal plates and then pick those up. But that's what we do. <laughs> okay. That's not what that's I'm good. proposing you do. But if you are going to pick up the plates <laughs> in the book, at least I tell you how to get more, more benefits than flopping them around. But it, it turns out in the case of cardio, we just believed because, you know, if you work hard, you must get benefits. So you're like me, 45 minutes on the treadmill, I'm sweating buckets, my shirt's soaked, my double extra large t-shirt, all that stuff. And then I'm a good person and I'm going to get results because I paid my dues by working. Well, here's what the data shows. If you do a spin class or spend an hour in a treadmill five days a week for an hour, you do that for two months, you're going to see a 2% improvement in VO2 max, which is a measure of cardiovascular fitness. Right. Or you could do what I write about in Smarter Not Harder. And it's going to take you about five minutes, only three times a week, not more than that. So about as much time as brushing your teeth. <laughs> yeah. 12% improvement. Jeez. Six times more improvement by doing 15 minutes a week instead of five hours a week. And if you do more than that in the same session, you don't get more benefits. Pushing harder reduces the benefits. And here's why. It's this new concept in Smarter Not Harder, and I call it slope of the curve biology. Your meat operating system, your body, it doesn't even know that you're in there. In fact, it doesn't like it that you're in there. It, it's kind of angry about that. Yep. And what that means is that your body sits there and it tries to figure out what's going on in the world. And if you weren't in there, you'd be acting like a, a, a tiger or a chimpanzee or something, just sort of kind of floating around being reactive to the world around you, but you'd live because our bodies are designed to live without an intelligent brain in there. So we're always fighting with our brain and our body. And when it comes to cardio, your body knows that no animal would ever run at full intensity on purpose unless it was about to die, because it's a huge waste of energy. And it knows that if you waste energy, there might be a famine and you could die. It makes the couch look sexy. It makes the gym look unattractive. <laughs> That's why you feel that way. And you want to lay on the couch and eat bonbons and watch Netflix, right? Your, your meat operating system is tricking you. So when you force it to run, it determines that a tiger is chasing you. Okay. If you run and then you stop and you do what we do at Upgrade Labs, which is intentionally bring your heart rate down and calm the nervous system. So it goes, oh, look, there was a tiger, but I lived and there's plenty of nutrients. There's enough minerals. There's enough food. You know, it'd be really easy for me just to do the upgrade right now and it fixes you. But if instead you're like, well, I'm going to work harder and then you you immediately do a sprint and then you run at 50%, that's a signal the tiger's still chasing you. And you climb another hill. God, that tiger's really tough, right? And then you don't rest anymore because you got 35 minutes and there's this woman in spandex yelling at you going, yeah, you can do it. And there's whatever Katy Perry playing on the thing. I, I personally, I'd rather lay on a couch and, and I'm just okay with that part of me because that's my body wanting to be more efficient. 
And if I could get more results, six times more results in five minutes without breaking a sweat right after I brush my teeth and I'm done, done. I'm doing that. And yes. that makes me not harder, but that makes me smarter. And I believe that your listeners, I believe my followers, we want to do it the smart way because we have this precious capacity for stuff. And if you waste it by working hard when you don't need to, you're actually committing a crime against yourself. You owe it to yourself and to the world to do the least possible effort in order to get your results so you can do something that matters. And I don't think running all day every day matters. Uh, I, 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 and I say this, I've, I've built a $100 million business from scratch. I have like a giant podcast and five New York Times bestsellers, assuming you guys all buy Smarter Not Harder today. Um, but yeah. like, come on, man. It's because I'm lazy. It's not because I'm special. It's not because I work harder. I work as hard as you. I just apply it to different things. And I don't, I don't do stupid stuff that's hard. It has to have a big return or I'm just not going to touch it. I couldn't agree with you more. What, I, I think you said in the book, the person who created the marathon, it actually died in the marathon is ran in <laughs> celebration for their death. Is that, did I, did I read that That's right? That's actually real. Yeah. A, uh, I don't, I'm going to name the cities wrong. I'm sure marathon was one of the cities, uh, but it was like Athens to marathon or Sparta to marathon, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not that big of a student of who did what in Greece, but the guy who ran 26.2 miles said basically the Spartans are coming and then collapse of a heart attack. So to honor him for our health, we replicate what caused a heart attack. And people die every year in marathons. Um, and it's it's not a health activity. It is, though, a way for you to show your body that you're in charge. So if that's what you want to do, you don't do what most marathoners and triathloners do, which is you, know, you train a whole bunch, overtrain, do the event, and then have pizza and beer. Running a marathon or doing an Ironman is actually a major source of stress and trauma for the body. So you pre-fuel using the kind of stuff I've written about in the Bulletproof Diet, and then you recover like crazy, the same way your NBA athletes do. They don't beat yep. themselves up and then say, oh, well, you know, that was good. I'm going to go do another sport at the same time. They sleep. They recover. They get massages. They do cold therapy, and they do all these things so that they can recover faster than Mother Nature would let them so they can do it again the next day, and, and it's rough. And the rest of us, though, we don't get to recover like an NBA athlete. We no. just kind of get beat up and then go back to work and get beat up again. Right. And we have to be able to perform on a daily basis for our families, for our careers. You don't have the luxury of having 24 hours to spend around recovery. And I think it's like, it's it's partly the culture that we live in and seeing these David Goggins and Jocko Willits and like you have to be running and grinding 24-7. But I'm much more on the mindset of... Dave Asprey, of the people that are learning how to do things smarter. So one, you're going to have more longevity as it is, but two, you're going to have more enjoyment. Here, here's how I look at it. Yeah. The people that are all like, grind, rise and grind, rise and grind, they're in their own prison. They have created their own prison. 75 <laughs> hard sucks. Like I would never but, want to do 75 hard and feel like know, I have to work out twice a day. There's one time you should do 75 hard. If you're a woman and you don't want to have babies, you should do 75 hard. <laughs> That's great. So, all right, it'll here is the best birth control. Best birth control, 75 hard. There it I'm is. I'm serious. It, it'll wreck your hormones. It, totally, man. Women's, women are more susceptible to overtraining than men are because their bodies are constantly tracking whether or not it's feasible to have babies. And 75 hard, yeah, you're going to look hard after that. You're going to get that lean, hunted look because you just told your body there's a famine and you're being hunted every single day. And your stress hormones are going to go up. Your sex hormones are going to go down. Your cortisol is going to go up. And yeah, you'll probably lose some weight unless you have all the problems that I had and that many people have. So you can't lose weight even then. Uh, but it 
it's not going to leave you stronger. You might leave you leaner, uh, but it's not the kind of lean that's sustainable. And I, I, like, I love the idea of, in fact, Jocko, I've interviewed him live, interviewed him on my show. And actually, I love his passion and his grit and his drive. I don't believe that waking up at 4 a.m. and sweating all over yourself every single morning creates the best results. But if you were to wake up every morning, do the things that give you the cardio, do the things that give you the muscle, and actually do them at two in the afternoon when it's the most effective time, and do the things that cause the most growth per minute, you would have two hours a morning to meditate, or better yet, to do the whole chapter on what works better than just plain meditation, whether it's meditation with breathing, whether it's neurofeedback, whether it's all the other technologies that that now we know let you control your brain. In that amount of time, you could eliminate all the PTSD and all the trauma that's driving you. You could eliminate the feeling that you're not good enough or whatever it is. I, I, I'm not saying that any that, that uh, David or Jock or that that's what's driving them at all. I don't know. But I'm saying for a lot of us, like, like I'm going to push, like I'm going to show I'm good enough, whether I'm going to show it you know, to my parents yeah, or to the bullies, totally. all that nonsense. You can fix that in the time that you that you just would have been in the gym. And that's why I put neurofeedback at Upgrade Labs. But f- smarter, not harder, when you read that book, I'm just telling you, look, pick your goal. There's a chapter on that goal. And I tell you in the chapter, here's the hierarchy, yeah. most effective, second most effective, third most effective. This is free. This is cheap. This is what the crazy billionaires use. And I do it for everything. I just want you to have the tools. So if you have five minutes of hard work left in you today, are you going to just like flop a dumbbell around? Or are you going to do the five minutes that do something that matters to you the most? And that's so that's good. my only ask. I believe so when good. we're wired to do that, we'll be nicer to each other. Because people at full power, we're super dangerous. Like who knows what we might do? And we might, you know, say no the next time someone tells us to do something really stupid. Yeah, you know what? There's <clears throat> this book is different in the way of there's there's a lot of and I, books that are just generalities, and I know a lot of people in the health and wellness space, and they'll write books. I'm like, you know what? Gross. That's a good book. It's 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 fine, <laughs> but this is different. Dave, this is different in the terms of it gets very detailed in exactly how to do this. You're not just saying, hey. It's smarter, not harder. You're actually telling people and showing them exactly the way to do it. Now, the issue that I think most people struggle with is, one, like you said, validation. We try to do these uh, epic, amazing, hard workouts to validate ourselves. But it's also the part I almost think people think they don't deserve a great life. You're telling them, hey, you deserve a great life. Here it is. Here's the rhythm of life you can create. Mm. But a lot of people don't think they deserve it. And here's here's why. And you hit on this. You hit on this. And I, I've never heard this before. And I think this is fascinating. How to program fear out of our tissues. Can you speak on that? Because I think that's just amazing. Oh, yeah. So what you find, if you embark on the path of biohacking, or maybe you started with me you know, at the first biohacking conference 10 years ago, um, and yes, that's a shameless plug, biohackingconference.com in June. See, I always seamlessly worked it in so no one would even notice. But it's it's was... great, man. There's so many good people there. I've been there. You meet amazing people. You should go. That, that was me smarter, not harder, uh, marketing my own stuff. <laughs> but you're asking me um, a different question that I got distracted because it made me laugh. Um, <laughs> we, we are programming fear out of our tissues yeah, from yeah. our powerhouse so, mitochondria. So, so you get started on this. And the first thing you're going to do is just turn up turn up the energy production in your body. So you have the power to overcome fear. Because if you're depleted right now, it's really hard to do the personal development work. And as you work through the book, you're like, oh, I wanted these five goals and now I met one of them. Like I I got my muscles where I want them to be. So what am I going to do? Eventually you are going to get to the point where you realize I want to be less reactive to the world. When something happens around me, Mm, I don't want it to trigger me. 
So you could call this unloading your gun because if you can be triggered, and I don't care if it's triggered by you know seeing your your wife flirt with another guy, right? That's going to be triggering for a lot of guys. Look, if you can be triggered, you have work to do. When you're at that state, uh, what in the, the the second half of the book I talk about building true resilience, and the word is equanimity. And that means you've removed fear, so you cannot be triggered. It doesn't mean that that you want to die. It doesn't mean that you take stupid risks. It just means that when something happens, instead of being reactive, you're conscious. And the path to doing that is in the chapter on, call it spiritual hacking. The, the first level of this is building empathy. You can feel someone else's pain. That's awesome. That's the first step on, on in Buddhism. The second one is compassion, which is even if you don't feel their pain, you can automatically wish everyone well. And that's hard to do in everyone and everything if you're Buddhist. So that means the little bug you're going to stomp on instead of like grass and stepping on the cockroach. Like, wish you well, little bug. I'll throw you outside. Okay. I can't say that I always do that, but I usually do. Right. Sometimes it's the middle of the night. You're, you're going down. I just. <laughs> it's the time of day. Then, it's the time of day, bug. This is Texas. Those things are big. And then the final step, though, is equanimity. And this is unfuckwithable. It, it's nice. it's like, look, you can choose your state. It's the monk meditating in the middle of a hurricane. And to do that, I have something called the reset process that I describe in Smarter, Not Harder. And it's a little bit much to go into on an interview like this. But we'll just tell you that the reason that you're feeling fear is that your operating system, your body has a pattern matching system that is blindingly fast. It's the part of you that jumps away if there's a tiger. It's the part of you that pulls your hand away from a hot stove if you accidentally touch it. You don't have to think. It just does it. Well, if it determines because you were bullied, because a parent said something that they didn't even know was affecting you, something happened before your brain was fully baked and it made your body feel unsafe. And when it feels unsafe, you are reactive. And what you can do with the reset process, you can go in and you can reprogram your meat operating system so that the next time it recognizes that pattern, it doesn't get triggered. It's like, oh, look, there's a pattern and you just keep going. And it's kind of amazing because what you realize is that your operating system decides which parts of reality you are allowed to see. Like, are you noticing the tree that's outside? Only if it allowed you to see the tree because you won't see the tree if it has you focusing on something else. It is so in charge of what you see that one of the proof points in the book to show you that there's an operating system that I'm not making this thing up is that if I do this, okay, you heard that and you know, the speed of sound plus the internet delay, it got to you and you heard it, you know, a tiny, tiny fraction of a second later. The reality is that if I put electrodes on your head from 40 years of Zen, my neurofeedback company that does brain upgrades for pro athletes and executives and stuff, if we're measuring with electrodes about a third of a second after the sound hit your ears, hit your body, your brain would electrically recognize there was any sound and then you have to think about it. So you're running with a half a second lag time on reality. Do you see it? You yeah. don't. I don't no. see it. You Not can't. The light. Yeah. So, okay. Some part of you is making invisible things invisible. Do you see the little gap in the middle of each eye? There's a blind spot the size of a dime, right? The very center of each of I, I can't see that. You can't see that. So your body is engineered to remove things that it thinks you shouldn't see. Interesting. Do you know how frightening that is? Your body is dumb. <laughs> it is so stupid. It's reactive and it's fearful. 
your body is also the source of intuition and creativity. So it has wisdom, but if you allow it to be reactive to things that are not actually tigers, uh, then it's sucking your energy and it will not show you the good stuff in life. And, and that is why things like trauma healing and this reset process in the book, it's why it's so powerful because you can go through and just, you can actually make a spreadsheet of all the things you know that are triggers for you and pick the smallest one and practice the reset process. And maybe you'll end up at 40 years of Zen in Seattle um, where you can actually run this with electrodes on your head to do it really quickly and deeply. Or maybe you'll use one of the other techniques in the book that are much more accessible. And maybe you'll find someone who does EMDR and you'll go through and say, you know what? I noticed I'm reactive, you know, about this. And all of a sudden you're not reactive. And then you go up the list to one that's a little bit harder. And pretty soon, like the billionaires I've worked with, you're working on mom and dad. You're working on that time something really bad happened to you. And you realize that it's affecting what you do in the boardroom. It's affecting what you do on the basketball court. It's why you choke. It's why when you go on stage, you feel like you're going to just die. Those things don't happen to me anymore. It's why the voice in your head is just this cranky, mean thing. The voice in my head doesn't do that. In fact, I barely have a voice in my head anymore. It, it doesn't, there's, there's nothing there to say. Yeah. I, I can I tell. didn't. I wasn't born this way, man. I, I I was like I was running from failure for the first half of my career. I made I made and lost six million dollars before I was thirty, doing that kind of thing, and it sucks and it's pain and it's anxiety, and you'll never be happy with that. And I wrote smarter not harder. Cause look, get yourself some energy. Get your energy back. Look the way you want to look. Get some muscles. Man. Maybe be smarter than you were. And when you're done with that, you're gonna have to look in the mirror and go, God, I got so much energy. I guess I'm gonna have to tackle the hard stuff. And that's what makes you dangerous. Dangerous people, you cannot program us. You cannot trigger us. Who knows what we might do? I know, though, that our bodies, our meat operating system, we're wired to not die, to make sure we don't starve to death or overexercise, to be honest. We're wired to make sure we reproduce the species. Even if we know we shouldn't go on that date, we probably will. <laughs> but after that, we're wired to be friends. We're wired to, to form a community and actually to support each other and support all the life on the planet. That's what we do. But if some bad company or just false belief about working hard, getting results, even if it doesn't, well, if we're stuck in fear, we're stuck in hunger or overtraining, um, if we're stuck in no, no connections, no love in our life or no community in our life, we're profoundly unhappy, we're easy to program, we're easy to manipulate, and we will do great evil to each other. And I'm not allowing that world to happen. You read smarter, not harder. Do any of the practices in there. Heck, read all the free stuff that I put online that contains some, some of the similar knowledge or choose your own path. But the bottom line is if you have no fear and you've built that community around you and you have the energy and the power so you have equanimity, the next time a clown with a syringe comes around and tries to force it on you, it will not work. Dave, even if people don't gain any knowledge about nutrition, if they don't read it for that, for working out, for energy, to be able to read this book and understand the reset to a new operating system because you have the most attractive characteristic that I see in people is when you're so authentically comfortable in your own skin that you make others want to be like that as well, comfortable in their skin. I don't think oh, there's thanks, anything man. more powerful than that, man. You you are That's you're unapologetically yourself. You're not trying to you're not trying to put on a show or be somebody else. You are you. And that's what everybody People can tell. Wants. That that's what yeah. you learn from studying neuroscience. And you know, I 
I used to have this rule when I was in my mid twenties, I was allowed to be in, in the board of directors meetings for a publicly traded company. And the rule was Dave, you're not allowed to speak, but you could just sit there because they were grooming me and coaching me um, on how to be a, a better tech exec. And it was, it was actually kind of an honor, but I got to watch this incredible dance. It's like a Greek tragedy. And there's, you know, powerful people with hundreds of millions of dollars and they've got all their, their power dynamics and they're grasping it. And I think they're all batshit crazy because I'm just an engineer. <laughs> and I don't understand this stuff. And then I read 48 Laws of Power, Robert yeah, Greene's book. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, there's like a weird operating system. There's like a power dance going on with all these people. And pretty soon you realize, you know what? That person right there, they're smiling and they're saying, fuck you. Right. <laughs> and yep, that, yep. that other that other person over there is really acting like they're not afraid, but they're afraid because our our operating systems, our bodies, if you can sort out all the garbage data from the intuition and the ability to have empathy that we talked about before. Well, if you have empathy, you're like, you know what? That guy's a liar. That guy's yeah. a cheater. That person believes what they're doing. That one's afraid of failure. Well, I'm not saying I'm a good poker player. I'm actually not, uh, and I'm probably weaker at that because I tend to see I tend to see the good in people, even if there's a lot of bad. I'll overlook it. So I don't always make the right hiring decisions, uh, not by a long shot. Um, but uh, what I do know is that when people learn how to tune in on that, that that it doesn't work to fake it. All of those people are transparent, but if what you're doing isn't faking and it's actually incongruent and incoherency. And when you tell someone I care about you and you actually do, and they can feel it because your heart makes a certain kind of field that's tipped eight degrees to the left and is shaped like a donut that you can measure with physics things. And it actually is there and their heart resonates with that. Yes, this is all real. There's no quantum woo in that at all. That's just magnetism. Quantum is a different kind of woo. But when you do all that stuff, People, when people say, Dave, can you teach me how to have integrity and authenticity? Like, I'm like, no, I can't teach you that. The only thing you can do is you can do and say what you feel and think. You can't fake it because fake authenticity doesn't work on people who pay attention. It only works on people who are easy to program. Man, there's no more truer words said than that. And I mean, that just is what what you just hit on there is what makes life like literally fun the relationships that you build the true authentic relationships that you build and you can't do that any other way than being authentically you dave asprey man thank you so much for coming on the podcast and just dropping knowledge and and your passion comes through like i said like none other so if any other reason alone than to read the book and then get some of dave's passion read it this was probably one fiftieth of what's in the book there's so much more in there oh yeah there's like i was blown away blown away so where can everybody go honestly man i'm not i'm not blowing any smoke i've read a lot of books and this is a different book different in a great way so assuming amazon anywhere else you want to direct people to amazon barnes and noble better yet go to indie bookstore while we still have them if if you shop there maybe it'll be there next year and go to daveasprey.com all the links and stuff for the book are there uh and i i would just encourage you even if you never read smarter not harder uh be relentless. I mean, you, you've got relentless on your laptop there, but be relentless, not with working hard. Be relentless with making sure that no matter how hard you work, everything you do has the most impact. It's a different kind of relentless. It's relentlessly efficient and effective instead of relentlessly hard. I don't want you to do anything that's hard unless it's something you love. That's good. Everything else, do the simplest 
easiest thing and take all the energy that you save and put it into something that matters. Like put it into your kids, put it into your family, put it into stopping something that's dumb, but don't put it into working hard because you hope you'll get results and not getting it. Dude. Hey, Thanks, drop, Dave. drop the mic on that. Okay. So if you enjoyed that podcast, check this out. What I do is I give keynote talks to companies, corporations, organizations, teams all throughout the com- country and the entire world. If you want me to come speak, to your team, to your company, or know somebody who might, reach out to me, please. I'm very easy to get a hold of, david at davidnurse.com. And I'm also doing some super special gives with my new book, Do It, The Life-Changing Power of Taking Action, coming out April 4th. Message me, because I'm doing some gives for free talks, for free coaching courses, even in amazing NBA tickets experience at Los Angeles gourmet food Michelin star celebrities type of thing for people who buy a certain amount of books so please check this all out reach out to me if you're interested in a keynote talk or to know more about the book giveaways that I'm doing April 4th is the launch thank you so much